everyone. Dave and Jeff doing a live podcast. Our first live podcast in front of a group of people. Normally, it's in one of our garages, either Bubba's or myself. <laughs> this is awesome tonight, right here from Cali Comfort. Dave, look at all these dog faces out here. <laughs> uh, right in the back, a couple of quick people to thank. Sean Walchef back there in the corner from Cali Comfort Woo! is the guy who made it happen. Sean, thank you so much. With Corey, check out Behind the Smoke. And right up front, too, a guy that has been so important to this podcast is Brian Curry. I sell San Diego. Brian Curry is a champion. Do not ask him to move you to IB or City (laughs) Heights, but he will move you anywhere else you want to go in San Diego, including Spring Valley, Dave. Has there been a better night in Spring Valley than tonight? Absolutely fantastic. You can't beat San Diego weather, especially the baseball getting going and all the excitement as we have wrestling going on at the same time at Cali Comfort. But the people that showed up tonight on a Sunday night, day before the big week, fantastic. Can't thank you enough for coming out tonight. So many great people. And one of the guys who has been such a huge part of this podcast, we feel like we're uh, single-handedly responsible for getting him back on the radio. He is the morning guy at 1090. He saved mornings on 1090 along with Ben Higgins. Cali Comfort, say hello to our good friend Stevie Woods. Hello, Stevie. So good to be here. So good to be here. All right, so let's start it right where it goes. We have got confirmed tonight that 97.3, the machine, is dead. Wow. Is Nin- that right? 97.3, the machine is DOA, let's folks. Done. <laughs> um, Fuck them. So here, here's what happens with this, and, and Steve will confirm it. We don't go looking for stories, but people like have been nice to the podcast and send stories. But the problem is, the stories they send, only two or three people know, so then Dave and I, well, especially me, we go on, we tell them, and then they're like, oh, shit, we thought you were going to sit on that. Yeah. So (laughs) stories are kind of drying up. We don't go seeking the story to protect them. But what we were told tonight is it is dead. They are changing to 97.3, the fan. The fan. Uh, we don't know who the lineup is. What I was told was, quote, the Padres won. So it'll be a much more family-friendly, whether that means Klein, Cilio, stay, go. I have no idea. I heard Klein's out. I would think Klein is probably out. If you're going all sports, you can't have have Klein. Which I think is good. I mean, Uh, mean, look, for, for anybody out here, and I'm seeing little faces, but for all of us, you know, you can't have a guy roll into town, Steve. No. And, look, if he would have came right out and just said, hey, I own it. Yeah, sorry. You know, I, I was just dicking around. Yeah, I was messing around. I screwed up. I'm sorry, man. I get it. And we're going to run two weeks' worth of suicide prevention ads. Yep. I, I think as a group we all get over it. But when he says to Gavin, uh, hey, that's directed at you. That's just for you, pal. And I'm seeing all our boys that are our Padre Twitter guys. Dude, that's calling out family. It absolutely is. And, you know, some things trickle back to me from inside the building there. And, you know, it's tough because I am an ex-employee of Entercom and didn't have the greatest experience uh, at Entercom. And you, you hate to be bitter guy, but really there's one guy there that makes kind of all the decisions. And, and it, he's infallible. I don't know how he still has a gig because every decision he makes blows up. Started with Rich Herrera. You know, yeah. they got to move a guy cross country. You got a lot of talent here in town. Move Rich out. Rich does it for a year. You know, uh, they put Dana and Jason on 94.9. They're not doing much. Nice people, though. You know, and, and you notice, like, I was actually, he's, I'm renting room in this guy's head because he's like, 
oh man, it's Woods and all his trolls. And I'm like, dude, I've never told anybody to attack anybody. And I've never attacked anybody. I don't punch first. I'll, I'll punch last, but I won't punch first. And so, like, there's a lot of new shows in town, and I don't go after those guys. But this guy crossed the line. I mean, I, I have a family member I lost to suicide. Dave lost a family member to suicide. That's nothing to joke about, especially when you haven't been in town for a day. You know, so fuck that guy. Good riddance to him. And, and, uh, and you know, as far as the, the rest of the guys goes, it's like I was just telling them over here. With Cilio, if he would just shut his trap and do his show, nobody's going to mess with the guy. Just do your show. It's terrible. But do your show and do your thing, and nobody's going to fuck with you. You know, Jeff said that, you know, the Padres won. I, honestly, I think everybody here won. 100%. I, I, I think that shows 100%. people that rallied. When you yeah. talk about San Diego and saying we aren't going to be pushed around, I think yeah. the people rallied. They, they, Absolutely. said this is not a San Diego guy. This guy, by the way, was going to do a show from Los Angeles. Yeah. He was not going to do it from San Diego. He was never going to sit there and embrace what San Diego is and the people of San Diego. He has no idea what the fuck he was talking well, about. He, he's, he came after everybody. He went after DSC. He came after me. He came after everybody. And, you know, he's going to take my audience. I guess I get to keep my audience now. So <laughs> thank you, Kevin Klein. Sweet dreams, pal. All right. Now, one of the other guys that is there, you guys mentioned him, is Dan Cilio. Yeah. Now, Dan is a guy that should know... What, what I was told at a young age is know what you don't know. <laughs> yes. And if you come to grips early with know what you don't know, in other words, if you don't know how to change a flat tire, get AAA. Yeah. What Dan needs to come to grips with what he doesn't know is how to do compelling radio because he's <laughs> terrible. Terrible. And then yeah. what Dan did was, again, as, as Steve said, if you just stay in your lane and you're grinding through, man, go go do your thing. But then to start chipping at guys that will take your head off is a bad idea. Well, you're looking at three of them right now that are just kind of like, look, you're not going to do this. and, and You're not going to win. And when one when he does it to one of us, he does it to all of us, and that's kind of the way it is. And, like, he went after uh, – he hasn't said me by name, but I've, I know a couple times he's referred to me. <laughs> I had a couple of buddies call and they go, dude, he's walking around the office today going – Hey, hey, who's this Woods guy? I keep hearing him. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, well. Well, if you heard the podcast, God, what were you in? Three weeks three ago? Three weeks, yeah, something like that. Three weeks ago tonight, two weeks ago tonight, when we were talking about the launch of the machine, Steve gave us a little bit of Dan Cilio. It was the debut of his character, Little Sweatpants, which has been <laughs> amazing on 1090. Now, what what is the future of Little Sweatpants? You know, that remains to be seen. Uh, he is he's certainly um, he's risky. You know, he's out there and he you know he calls women broads and stuff, and he's you know doesn't really like black people or Jewish people or anybody else. He's a racist uh, racist kind of turd, like like somebody else we know. You know? So, is he here tonight? He is here tonight. Well, let's bring yeah, him let's on. Let's bring him on out. Yeah. <laughs> it's your boy. Hey, it's me, Lil Sweatpants. I love this place. Let me tell you. How do you, all you broads get out of the kitchen tonight, huh? Who let all you broads in here? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey friend of David, Dave Palais over here. Huh? How you doing, Rabbi? How's it going? Hey. <laughs> All right. Hey, get me some latkes, eh? <laughs> Why they would shut that down. Is Cilio, <laughs> does Cilio stay? Is he going to stay? Dude, he's under contract, right? So, I mean, there's no, they're going to pay him four months. If they fire him, they'll pay him four months and get him the fuck out of here. You know, like, it's just one. They're so dug in now 
And uh, I really hope I really hope that he stays. Honestly, It'd be great for my career, great for anybody else in the business. You want that guy on. Uh, but another big announcement: Dave and Jeff starting at the fan. What? <laughs> gotta be next week. Do you know what? It's gotta. I trust me. If I had their phones, there's emails going back and forth right now. Well, I, I know these bastards. If you were here earlier and we said there'd be a bonus if you showed up to Cali Comfort, the last thing you want anybody at 1090 doing is getting a hold of your phone because <laughs> they'll tell everybody, including Adam from D.C., who beat it out of me. And uh, if you don't know what that means, you should have been out here. The worst, I was, I, was literally, I was lying in bed last night and I was thinking, I go, what is the worst possible scenario for me? Dave and Jeff, 97.3, the fan, in the fucking mornings. I would just <laughs> die. I'd be like, God damn, my boys are over there. Now we're back and forth. Now we got to go after each other. But the difference is, the difference is, uh, you know, we're, we're friends. And we all just want to win at the end of the day. And it would all be in good fun. Like our boy Mike Costa, who we battle, who didn't make it out tonight. Go figure. So, um, yeah, fuck Well, the difference too. is he was told he couldn't get behind the microphone. Is that right? Yeah, he was told, look, if you go out there and you support your guys, you can't get behind the microphone. That's get out of town. See, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's so tired. And, and I said it on Twitter when this broke. I said, you go for the right deal, and I don't think that deal exists. And, and for me, where I'm at, Steve, and you get this, and Dave gets this, and any of you that have listened to this podcast, things changed yeah. on January 1st for this show and for us individually. Sure. And you get to a point where you go, I'm just not going to listen to fucking guys like Brian Long anymore. Right. Who runs 1360. If Mike comes here tonight and is put on the mic, he's amongst friends. Yeah. You guys love him, and you're going to tune in, and you're going to support him and everything else. Have we ever done anything with you? No. Did anybody here, by the way, Darren Smith came back, came in last week and, and did a podcast with us. That I said to Darren, he said, how long are we going to go? I go, bud, look, an hour? Yeah. hour and change, man. We went 245. It could have gone. I listened to that thing. I was like, I need more. I just, I need more. I mean, I was like he gone went, with the wind. I was like, I need more. We went 245. Darren cussed. You heard him cuss. You heard him tell stories, what Marty's all about, the whole thing. He didn't do anything to embarrass his Absolutely own brand. Not. He didn't do anything to embarrass 1090. In my opinion, I felt like. People may view him two-dimensional, now view him as a three-dimensional, no real guy that you go, dude, that's a guy I want to drink beers with. No doubt. And Steve and I will confirm it. We'll <laughs> tell you why after this show why you Good want to. Good God. But it's guy. just, that's what, Steve, that's what I meant when I sent that tweet. When we can come out here and hang with you guys and BS, thanks to Brian and Sean and everybody else, that's it. I don't want to go back and have to interview well, here's Johnny the, Bananas and act like it matters. Here's the deal. I mean, you know, the, someday these programmers are going to stop treating this gig like brain surgery. You know, like guys like Brian. I mean, I like Brian. He's, he was always nice to me. He's a clown. Gave me a shot. Gave me a shot to do sports radio. I wouldn't have gotten this gig without him. But, you know, it's, it's not brain surgery. The guy's going to come out and bust balls with friends. He's not going to do anything to embarrass 1360 or, or anybody else. So, um, I mean, I know the three of us are a little lippy and, and whatnot and, you know, probably get our ass kicked sometimes, probably deserve it. But I just it's a bummer when that happens, when you get your nuts clipped. Anytime you get your nuts clipped, it sucks. But I mean, I've, I want I'm campaigning every day 
to get Dave and Jeff on from 9 to noon after Ben and I, because I think that would be just the greatest fucking lineup in San Diego's history. It would be fantastic. It would be, I said it on the air, it'd be like, it'd be like Barstool, but without the douchebags. I mean, we, <laughs> it'd be one of those things for me where I would get off the air at 9, I'd want to hang out with them till noon. Then you want to see what Darren's up to. Like, it yep. just, it would never end. It would be so much fun. So um, now that I'm in the door, I told them, I'm like, look, start writing emails. You're wonderful sponsors. Say, hey, if we go, are you coming? You know, stuff like that. I mean, um, that's going to help. It's going to help you guys get in the door. And I think you belong in the door. And you can always do the podcast, too, as long as you tell them to leave you the fuck alone about it. You know, one thing about this podcast that people love seems to be what we give behind the scenes yeah. of radio. Yeah. And so when you look at the situation you had, at 1360, where you were on. I mean, yeah. you're, you're on in the morning, you're on middays, you're on the afternoon, you're filling in for different guys, a lot of talk, you were about to be offered a contract, yeah. and you're going to be, be over there full-time. Were those guys at 1360 shocked when all of a sudden you're the new morning guy at 1090? You know, I, here's the funny thing. I, I heard from one guy, I heard from two guys. Costa called me, and it was awesome, because he always has been. Guess the other one. Ormberger. N Nick. Nope, nope. I don't know. Mark Willard, of all really? people, of all people, shot me a message and said, "Dude, congratulations! I know how bad you wanted it. Congrats." Uh, that's the last guy I heard from, you know, which was a little weird, you know, actually. Yeah. But it is what it is. I mean, it's a tough. It's definitely a tough business. It uh, it grabs you by the balls every now and then. But you know, to be where I am now, working with a guy like Ben Higgins is the greatest. It's great. He's like the nicest guy in the world. You know, I'm glad you said that about Mark Willard because I don't know where people are at with that show. It's up against Darren. But on the day we left, and I was ready to go, I was done there. Yeah. Mark Willard, who I hadn't talked to in probably three years, reached out to me. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean that's a stand-up. It's guy. a classy move. It yeah, really was. stand-up I mean, guy. I didn't, I didn't hear from anybody else. No, right. You know, but it's... but when he reaches out and he's like, hey man, and again for any of you, think about when you leave your job, who do you hear from, right? You always go, ah, Larry. When Larry Thomas is here, by the way, 28 years. As a member of the San Diego Sheriff's Department, and uh, it's just awesome. But when you leave, any of you guys, if you move out of the neighborhood, you get out of school, you change jobs, you go, oh, well, I know I'll hear from that guy or I'll hear from that guy, and you don't. And you don't. And but then really, you hear from shocking. somebody random, and you go, man, that's a good move. And, yeah, Mark Willard's one of those dudes. Well, it's like I was telling Hannah tonight, I don't want to get all sappy, but, you know, last year for me, personally, was a pretty good year. Got engaged, got a beautiful girl pregnant. That was a lot of fun. Um, got, mar got married. and uh, But professionally, I was empty. I was lost. I was dead. And, you know, I had two guys that were always there for me every single time I needed to talk about something or um, bounce something off of. These two dudes. I, I wouldn't be here without them. They've, they've become like family to me. So um, I wish them the most success. And, and I want you guys at my at the fucking station like ASAP well <laughs> love you guys well I appreciate you saying that what happened on the show Wipeout <laughs> god I can't even have to relive this shit uh I, I shit the bed man I really did I was I said it on the air the other day we got to the finals which is pretty awesome have Fif you guys seen this video have you guys seen the video it's, it's, it's insane oh, and before he finishes uh, my man Leisure Fryer is here too, yeah. who I love. <laughs> Shit face already. You two guys, uh, we were saying it, Donovan and I were saying it. I've never seen my man Fryer takes a beating every day on Twitter Daily. and comes back for more. Loves it. And Stevie Woods, H.J. Preller, former oh. Padres Jagoff, put the video out of oh. Steve 
and Jay Isbell on Wipeout. It's the greatest minute 30 video I've ever seen. You don't see him crying, no. complaining, <laughs> whining. You wear it. You have the, to wear it. The it's, gifts, it is. the individual clips, they're insane. And he just. You got to wear it. You have to take choice. It. That's you why have. you're a champion. Well, right, it's, tell, it's, what were you thinking? I, f- I fucking panicked. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> we drove up, we were in the finals, and uh, you get up there, and it's a long day. So. We did a morning show, got off the air at 10, drove straight to L.A., and they're like, oh, we shoot this, the finals at night. So you're sitting around for seven hours. We've been up since three. So I'm pounding, like, pre-workout. I drink two big things of pre-workout. And I'm like, da, 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 da. like I used to do a lot of blow. It didn't even come close to how, <laughs> to how jacked I was that night. I was like, ah. So they take us all up to the top, and you climb, and it's... 10 stories or some shit you got to go down the slide so they're like all right here's the order we're gonna go we're gonna go what team one which is the other guys then jay then the other guy then me last so i'm lying on my back on a platform just waiting and i'm listening you can't see anything you don't know what the obstacle course is and my heart's just going and i'm like i'm gonna fucking die i'm gonna die and i, I for 30 minutes I sat up there and I psyched myself out. By the time they put me in the slide, I was gonna, I was gonna throw up. I mean, I was like, I'm done. So I hit the, the down the slide, terrifying. You shoot out in the water, it's pitch black, and then I swim for the first obstacle, and I just, I didn't go the right way. I went counterclockwise on the obstacle, and I, I couldn't figure it out. My brain wouldn't compute. And by that time, I was my heart and I was, I panicked. I had a full blown panic attack. So I, you see me fall <laughs> off the top, and I hit every rung, and I break my ankle, oh. and then I fall into the water, and I'm, I'm like bobbing in the water, and the guy, a medic, grabs me <laughs> and yanks me out of the water, puts me in a wheelchair, and I sit there, and I go, and I just throw it <laughs> So then, so Jay, if you know Jay at all, the greatest dude, but he is very, he's, um, He's very tight with money. So in his mind, after he finished, he's like, well, I can buy a Harley. Now I can buy this and that. And I blew it. I cost him 25 grand. <laughs> so I'm, I'm jacked. Like, they take me to the medic tent. Then we have a three-hour drive back from L.A. I'm in the back of his car. I'm like, bruh, bruh. And he's like, shut up, you pussy, like the whole time. And I'm just, 25 grand. I can hear him driving home, and I'm just like, I'm never, ever going to live this down until the day I die. So how long had it been gone before this video shows up? Oh, dude, it'd been seven years. It was like, we were like, we were six months into the Mikey show at the time. And like, it was great. It was so fun. We was such good on-air material. But holy shit, to have him, everything, he's like, here's what it feels like when the Padres play and it's me getting kicked in the balls. Yeah. It's like, it never, it's never going to end. Now I know I'm like... I'm, d- I'm done here. I'm done. I'm, I'm Cilio, basically. I gotta, mo- I gotta move to fucking Butte, Montana. Do radio there. Unbelievable. But no, it was, it was a great experience. But I'll, uh, to relive it is terrible. And then every day to see my face, like my pained face coming out of the water, it's just terrible. All right, tomorrow you got a big guest coming on, right? We, we, there's always, always a one Padre player that we say, who's the next big star on the Padres? It's in the minor leagues. A lot of people talk to Tease. You got a big time pitcher coming on tomorrow. I think the, uh, I think. 
the guy that I'm probably most excited about in this organization. Rocky Gale! <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Gore is going to oh, be nice. on with us tomorrow. Now, I've seen him do interviews, and he was like, yeah, no, great. And you guys know how good I am at interviews. <laughs> These fucking guys, I swear to God. It's my favorite thing. I'm on the radio again, 14 months out of the game. I'm so happy to be back. And day number two, Ron Fowler comes on the air with us. Pale, five minutes before the interview. I sure hope you hold his feet to the fire. Don't be a pussy, Woods. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I've been here two days. I'm like, so I'm super like. You still get the visitor badge yeah, on? Yeah, 100%. I don't have a key card yet. I haven't even signed my deal at this point. And I'm like, I get off the air and they're like, oh my God, you let him off the hook. You're so, <laughs> well, I'm like. Hang on. Uh, how many people that day after Kevin Klein knowing that Ron was not going on the machine, but they're going on with Stephen Ben. Now, Ben is a wonderful guy. How many of you out here are like, dude, I want to hear what Ron Fowler has to say? Because we've all seen Ron loses his shit faster than anybody. So let's go back to the interview (laughs) with my boy I'm so excited for. Ron, you're here. What happened? And you can hear Ron's voice getting agitated. And he's mad, and he's angry, and look, that's not what Padre baseball is. Here's the second question. Hey, this weekend it's Fleece Blake weekend. <laughs> what time do we have to get there? And I'm in my car. I go, you got to be kidding. You know, the, the main reason. Hey, Ron, tell us about the new fedoras coming out. Uh, it's great. Hey, are we going to bring back the brown, Ron? <laughs> the main God, reason... it's so great. We're going to get the chicken here this the year, The main Ron? reason I want them at 1090 is every I want to stand outside their window. <laughs> When they're doing an interview and just stare in and be like, you guys, you're pussies. You're pussies, both of you. No, I, I, I was, you know how it works, man. Place looks great, Ron. I got a paint. <laughs> What's your favorite color? I, hey, the video board's fine. Don't worry what Dave and Jeff said. Trust. Eight by eight video board in right field's perfect. Get LASIK. Call Sandy T. Feldman if it doesn't work. It looks great, Ron. Eight, five, God bless eight, you. Four, five, two, 3937. Um, no, I, I, wasn't going i'm not gonna make any waves for a while you dicks so i mean i'll probably get called in for this for sure but no it was i mean trust me there was there were phone calls placed the day before you know how it no he's right you know how it works they're like okay he'll talk about it but he won't talk about it you're like well fuck my second day i wasn't gonna be like Let's go. Let's just go for his. <laughs> so, what do you really think of Kevin Klein? Like, like uh, fuck. Do, are you guys, any of you guys here long enough? You remember uh, Earl and my man Jordan when they went nuts on 1090 that day? And then all of a sudden, the next day, John Lynch was on. Right. Good afternoon. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yesterday at 3 o'clock, that's what David and I always say. Good morning. <laughs> yesterday, we let Steve Woods back on the radio. We found out why he'd been out for 14 months <laughs> when he said to Ron Fowler, bullshit. These bastards. I'm t- I was a wreck, too. When I saw I was like, now you dudes are getting everybody to attack me for being soft. I'm like, you're both dead, man. Trust me. Uh, I don't get mad. I get even. He will be up tomorrow at 3 a.m. Paul Rendell is here. As well, both of these guys, part of the morning show at 1090, we have done that shift. It is a miserable shift. You are sleep deprived all the time. And Sunday is your day when you're like, dude, I'm going to bed at one. But both of these dudes showed up tonight to hang and to support the podcast. We couldn't be more stoked. Please listen, man. I know how many of you guys I see Tom Powell out there. Tommy, I know how upset you were and all you guys were upset by the stay loyal to the soil and everything that happened. 
You never have to ask that question about this dude or Paul or any of the other guys. Cap, BR, Darren, if we end up there, great. But if Johnny Browner's here, who I love, uh, those guys are solid, man. There should be one sports station in town. It should be 1090, and I couldn't be more thrilled. I know Dave feels the same that Stevie Woods drives you in. Support him. Let management know that he's doing a bang-up job. Thank you, boys. And, uh, and take good care of him. Hey, Paul, get a Thank picture you, real quick. I, I tell you what, we'll grab a quick, uh, we'll grab a quick picture. Here. Don't okay. <laughs> hey, this is great. This, this is great, great podcast. Audio. This is great, great audio. <laughs> All right, hey, Bernie, come on up here, please. Yeah. Oh boy, Bernie Wilson from the Associated Press, one the guy that Jeff and I get warned all the time. Do not put this guy on the air. He's angry all the time. He's angry at you two assholes. <laughs> but he does a, a fantastic job, of course, with uh, covering the local teams here in town. He says, fuck the Chargers quicker than anybody. And Dean Spanos, you're, li- you're on. Okay. You can, we can hear you. Dave, has anybody told you to go fuck yourself yet? Not yet. I appreciate you doing it. For, uh, for 25 years, Bernie has always told me to go fuck myself. And people always say... How does this work? Because people who don't understand the story, doesn't matter where we are. A few weeks ago, we were doing March Madness at a Viejas Arena, and Bernie's down probably about 25 seats, and he just leans back in his chair, and he just yells right in front of everybody, hey, Dave, go fuck yourself. And everybody around's looking around like, oh, my God, you're going to beat the shit out of that guy. What's going on? You know, it always freaks everybody out, but he's been doing it to me for well, years. They, they were all hicks from either Auburn or Clemson. <laughs> they were. Or West Virginia, uh, 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 the dude with the muscles. Yeah, absolutely there. right. And the story is when I first started out in broadcasting, uh, Bernie was writing, but he had to get sound, and so he, he hired me on, and he gave me a, a job doing stuff for Associated Press. Washing my car. Come on, <laughs> and so he'd watch me go and call everybody Mr. So I'd go and say, Mr. Larkin, do you have a second? Mr. Bonds, do you have a second? And it always turned into go fuck yourself. But the second I call them by their first name, they, they respect me. Well, he had a, basically trained Not me on how crazy. to talk to these guys. And so it turned into every day, hey, Dave, go fuck yourself, because that's what happened all the time. But uh, Bernie and I have known each other longer than Jeff and I have known each other, and, and it's always great watching him because he hasn't changed. He's always been the same guy with the San Diego teams, and, and he gets the answers that you want. Always does a great job. And it's always been fun hanging out with you guys and seeing guys want to kill you like uh, <laughs> Tony Fernandez wanted to kill Tony you. Fernandez Joe, an AP stringer saved you from getting killed by I Joe Torre. I was dying for Joe Torre to knock me out. I had I no money at the time, and, I, a, and I just stood there yeah. and said, just punch me, Joe. I'll be yeah. driving a brand-new truck. You'll be paying for it, asshole. Tom Pagnosi. Yeah. I Tom know Pack I'm missing somebody. <laughs> oh, everybody, everybody hates you, man. That's true. Back <laughs> right? Yeah, He's Diablo. He is I gave him the name Diablo, and people thought it was terrible. That's why. Bernie, you've been in San Diego a long time. You've seen a lot of dipshits come and go. <laughs> Luckily, some stayed. But you're a media guy. You know everybody who has come through radio-wise in this town, good, bad, indifferent. The story sports-wise has been... Cilio, the machine, and Ron Fowler. A, were you surprised to see the Padres step up in the manner they did? And B, are you shocked tonight to hear that they actually won? That the machine will go away? That, from what we're told, Klein will go away? And that they will be 97-3, the fan? And there'll be another all-sports station in a town with one team? Well, I, I banged the Padres hard over the years, and they're good for them for, for actually having some cojones and, and getting this – it is a victory for San Diego, so good for the Padres. I said to Dave two weeks ago, I don't know because I, I think all of us that have been here for a long time are used to having our nuts cut off from ownership. And we saw it with Warner, and we've seen it with the Spanos family. We saw it with Morad. Then I'm starting to wonder if we 
as a whole give these guys enough credit for what they're doing. And, and not only the money internationally, going out and getting Hosmer, but when you look at the improvements at Petco Park from the first day when we were all there to where it is tonight, it's a beautiful ballpark. And these guys are laying out money that Dean never did. We focus too much, I think, on the Brown, bring back the Brown. But when you look at these guys, ownership-wise, I mean, it feels like finally we have real owners here. Do you feel like these guys get enough credit, or what are they doing wrong? What's their biggest thing holding them back from being embraced maybe the way they should be? I think uh, they are doing a good job, and they are, you know, the they pumped a couple years ago $12 million into the new left field um, scoreboard, video board, and the wall, and I don't know how much the right field one costs, but that's... $12 million more than Dean Spanos poured into Qualcomm Stadium. Um, they're doing a good job, they, but don't forget, they're printing money down there. It is a beautiful ballpark. Sure. People come out. Beers are like thirteen fifty, But that that's fine. They're, you know, people are willing to spend it. It's you know, a great way to spend three and a half hours, four hours, whatever. You know, you get to see all six mound visits if there are six <laughs> mound visits in a game. And, you know, can't wait for the – Dave will love, you know, the California tiebreaker rule. Yes. Uh, if MLB goes to that, I'm done. Because you, you, if you want to see the California tiebreaker, go up to Temecula on a Sunday afternoon when it's the Dave Dipshit tournament. <laughs> you know, we've been through a lot of those together. My kid – best baseball coach in San Diego County, I Dave. appreciate it. No, you're, you're better than a lot of the high school clowns I've encountered. So. <laughs> um, but, no, they, they – they do deserve a lot of credit, um, but they need to get San Diego a winner. I mean, San Padres are long overdue for bringing winning baseball to San Diego. In your mind, what is the time frame? Everyone, that's always the big question, not what's going on this year, the process. What is the time frame? Well, uh, according to Fowler, what, 19 or 20? But it's he does seem impatient, which is good. You know, I, I hope they win longer or, you know, a lot sooner than that because it's it's not fun sitting through yeah. losing. From my perspective, I just cover baseball, meaning if the Giants smoke these guys, then I go into the Giants clubhouse postgame. They're the focus of the story, just like the the Brewers, you know, the first series uh, they swept them. So I was in the Brewers clubhouse all three nights. But it would be nice to, you know, get if they brought a winner here. There's nothing better than playoff baseball. And San Diego deserves playoff baseball. Kevin Charity is here. I don't know for Padre fans if you're paying attention to Mad Friars, but I love Mad Friars, man. And and you know why I love Mad Friars, Burn, is because for the first time that I can remember in my 37 years that I've been in San Diego, I have buddies that I grew up with that we went out there that were texting each other last Tuesday night going, the storm opened up on Thursday, are we going? And we're like, yeah, we're going. I mean, we're going because now all of a sudden you look at Morion and, and the guys that are going to be there at uh, Elsinore, and you start thinking about, is Mackenzie Gore going to be there? Uh, last year, Lucchese was there. I saw Lauer there, Quantrill there. We've never had it. We Who do we have? We had Khalil Green, right? We mm -hmm. had Will Kinane. I mean, think about some of the names that we were told, right? I mean, Miserable Pod, you guys get what I'm saying. We John had Burroughs. Sean Burroughs was the no. guy, right? We had nobody. But now all of a sudden where you go, man, I've been watching. I've been living and dying with this team for 35 years. We were all saying we're into it. We're, we're buying into the process right now, and we'll see. Here's the guy I want to know, though. Boy, they feel like they are all locked in with Andy Green. And I, I look at Andy Green, and I feel like this is going to be Bud Black 2.0. When it's all good, when there's no pressure, but when 
people are paying attention and paying money, and all of a sudden Tatis is up and Urias is up and Gore's coming up. Bernie, from what you've seen, you watch this team every night. Is Andy Green the guy that can do what Boach did, did what Dick Williams did, two Hall of Fame managers, and get them to the next level, or is he going to be a guy that unfortunately may not be the answer? Well, the Padres think he is. They're convinced, They're convinced he is. He is. You know, is Woodsy still here? Did he have to go change diapers? Right here. Oh, hey, bro. <laughs> uh, we had this conversation at Petco Park whenever he finagled his first. Press, yeah, how about press that pass. move? Yeah, he's he's. He, I think they're going to jerk it now. <laughs> oh, they're going to jerk. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And his credential. They're going to give it to uh, Hacksaw. Um, you know, it, it'd be nice. Greeny needs. It'd be nice if. I mean, he played the game. He at least is a former big leaguer. I'd Does like, he have the it factor, Bernie? I don't think so. I mean, I like the guy. I, I'd like to see him show a little more old school. There's not enough old school in the game anymore. And, and Woodsy and I were saying, when, you know, Woodsy said it. I'll blame him. When's this guy going to throw a table over and get pissed off? Why didn't they throw at a Cub last year? Or at least if they don't no. throw out and make him move his goddamn feet. You know, instead they just took it. And then they took it from MLB. And then they threw a pitch right down the middle that uh, Rizzo yeah. hit over the fence. Yeah. You know, you got to – I don't need to preach to El Diablo. <laughs> he, I've seen him in action on the travel ball field, and I love that kind of stuff. You know, see, sometimes he has kids go into the stands and take out adults. Uh, <laughs> right? Especially in Long Beach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> those rednecks up there, man, they don't mess with, you know, you mess with the South Bay kid, you're going to pay for it. But, but I, I'd like to see him get a little more Bochy, a little more Dick Williams. But I know Dave agrees with me in this. And, and I think for all of us, in any line of work you in, you perform well if there's a bit of a fear factor. If, if you have a bit of a fear factor wondering, like, I better bring it tomorrow. Stevie Woods knows it, right? Ryan Barkley knows it. If I'm working at Barkley Landscape, man, you better bring it. Brian Curry understands it. Allen understands it. A tailor-made. There's no fear factor with this team. Will Myers was given an extension. Why? Earn it. Go yeah. out and earn it. Show that you want to be there every day. What did Andy Green do to, to deserve an extension? If you want to give Preller one, you go, fine. But who's knocking on your door to take Preller? I hate to admit what I'm going to tell this <laughs> dummy. But the Dodgers every year gave Tom Lasorda a one-year extension. Chick Hearn, Dave, am I right? Chick Hearn got one-year extensions. When yeah. you look at it and you go, man, I'm not an L.A. guy. But come on, there's nothing better than Chick, and Lasorda's a Hall of Fame manager. If those guys are getting one-year extensions and you say, look, man, come out and win, and you'll be back next year. That's it. I agree. I think the reason that the Padres give contract extensions is so that they can have press conferences. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I know wow. that's why they gave Jed Jerko his, because Mike D wanted to make a buzz. How do you have a buzz? You, you, you give a guy who's got one year and two weeks in the MLB a six-year, $36 million contract extension, and you have a big press conference. Now, you raise a good point. I'm wondering, we, we keep hearing that they don't expect to be competitive until 19 or 20. The players have heard that then. So there's no pressure yeah, on them. Hey, the it, hey, I'm a Padre. We don't, we don't care. You know, they're not keeping score, are they? They're not, they don't care what the record is. Do the, the players have got to know that. And so you wonder... Are, are, are they – they're not afraid of anything, you know, or at least the, the guys that have, have their contracts. You know, the younger guys, they're, you know, going to be year to year. They're under control, et cetera. But I'm wondering how, how deep that goes in the clubhouse. It's interesting. You know, Jeff makes a good point. Andy Green hasn't even been 500, let alone a winning record. Yet you, 
you understand the talent that they have. It's amazing yesterday when they, they lose the game, and I know by the time people hear this podcast, it will be Monday, but Saturday's game where they lose on a pop fly, and the debate back and forth, well, whose ball was it? It's a fucking pop fly. It's some major league players. I mean, guys making twenty million dollars and, and missed the ball. He, right. he missed the ball. Well, is it the catcher's job? Is it the first baseman's job? The pitcher did his job, pointing up in there. I can't believe we're discussing a pop fly. If that happened in a high school game, I was coaching. I'd freak out. I'd be driving home, throwing up like Stevie Woods over here. Right. But 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 to sit there and sit there and have that argument. I, I'm to the point where I'm just tired of the excuses. Let's play big boy baseball. Do the little things you're supposed to do, like catch and pop flies. Right, and and no more of these what learning experiences, yes. or coachable moments. Or, right. I mean, that's for little league. This, you're right. This is big league ball, and and it's it's a little bit San Diego soft, is what it is. What I thought was great about that play yesterday is we may all buy into the process and the players. Goddamn, they're still the pods, though, aren't oh, they? Yeah. They're goddamn, man. You can, you can change it. You can paint it. But I'm sitting there with my sons, and we're watching that game. And my son looks up, and he goes, what happened? And I go, brother, that's Padre baseball, man. Get on board. That's what happened. You know, not only is it Padre baseball, but if you look around, the, the Pirates, who are also rebuilding, they've given up their lead in the Central. Yeah. You know, they, they've been yeah. hard, man. I had them on a little bit today. It's like, damn, they, they can hit the ball. Yeah. yeah I mean, but what would we do without our Padres? That, that's that's Padre baseball. I yeah. mean, we, we will not be Stevie Woods gets it. We will not be the Yankees. We won't be Boach's. Boach leaves. They fire Boach because he's making a million dollars a year. And they because fire him. he wouldn't play the guys that the computer nerds. Did. Yeah. Well, he'd, he'd take a lineup and. Yeah, and get out of here. Guys. Yeah. And the guy goes and wins three world championships, right? I mean, you mentioned Jed Jerko. Jerko, how many of us, right? We, we all ran Jed Jerko out of town. Goddamn guy looks like whoever. <laughs> fill in the blank. Any Hall of Fame second baseman, you go, oh, my God. It's because they're the pods. But we keep coming back. They wanted a news conference. Mike D. wanted a news conference. He wanted the social media department to tweet about it. Uh, Two quick ones for you from me. I'll let Dave ask you anything. Uh, Dave's an NBA guy. My kids, I, I have no idea where they got it from. They love the NBA. So I've spent more time this year. I don't know if you guys pay attention for the NBA. But last night, we're watching the Warriors the Pelicans and the Rockets. We're paying attention, and it's fun. There, there's young stars coming up in the NBA. Kids are into it, right? They're likable. The Steph Currys, the Clay Thompsons, Carl Anthony Towns, these are likable guys, Bernie, different than maybe some of the Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer that we saw. You, you've been here. If an arena gets built, and it's not going to be the Brooklyn Nets, but if, if arena gets built and the NBA comes and says, hey, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll bring an expansion team down here. I, I honestly have changed my tune. I think it can work. Can the I, NBA work here? I, I would hope so. I love the NBA. Um, I'm sort of like the pinch hitter for L.A. AP. You know, I don't, with the, sure. With, with the, hockey, too. Yeah, with the NFL team leaving for Carson, um, I get to go up and pinch hit and do some stuff. I got to do All-Star Weekend. It was a gas. Absolute, you know, they don't, they don't crush the media like they do in some, like the NFL. I mean, if, if I, I did three Super Bowls, and if I never do another one, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. Mm-hmm. You know, if they even look at me and say, could you fill in? I'd say, uh, no. You know, I'm going to hang out with Dave and Jeff all weekend. I can't <laughs> do it. But, you know, the, the NBA gets it. They're, you know, they, they over-credential. They have a million people, but that mean, that's good for their brand. Um, you know, they don't have security crushing you at every turn. They have guys who are socially aware. I, I used to 
you know, listen to the chatter about uh, LeBron this, LeBron that. After seeing him in action, I, I love the man. I yeah. love what yeah. he does. He, you know, he he puts every his night substantial money where his mouth is. Yeah, the social awareness, the ball playing, and it's uh, and you know, Staples Center's off the chart charts. We're not going to get that here. But I'd rather have an NBA slash NHL arena than an NFL stadium any day. I also got to cover uh, Gretzky his first three years with the Kings. Love the NHL. And I'll pro- I get to go up and do some playoffs this year. So I'll take it. You know, when you look at the situation with, uh, w- with San Diego sports, obviously the Chargers leave, Padres is what we hang our hat on, San Diego State basketball at the same time. What is the future as far as what is the next big thing? What's it going to take? Is it going to take politicians to get behind the sports fans, to support the sports fans, to get things done? You forgot the seals, the lacrosse <laughs> team. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think the politicians are the answer. You know, um, I'm not a big soccer guy, but that new LAFC stadium at yeah. USC slash whatever exposition park. Yeah. Three, $350 million in private investment. Right. David Beckham put a lot of his own money into the Miami effort. Yet the only way to do it apparently in San Diego is to have a $4 billion development that's going to completely overwork that site and ruin that end of Mission Valley. I don't know that – I mean, San Diego State just got smoked some, what, $4 or $5 million settlement to Beth Burns. Yeah. And we're going to let them build a stadium? You know, where's the mayor? Why can't the mayor get get these knuckleheads together – smack them around a little bit and say, figure this stuff out, guys. We should have taken them out of the equation the day they fired Beth Burns. Beth Burns is the only coach that ever made the Lady Aztec basketball team relevant, and she was nothing but a class professional in everything she did to represent that university and any dipshit that said, you're the problem because she slaps an assistant on the arm is embarrassing. But here's the other thing we have to do. What we have to do is we, Bernie, I've said it forever. My problem in this town is we react, we don't act. Nobody in this town wants to act. We want to hang around to the next day and react. What we have to do is we have to stop putting jerk-offs like Mike Aguirre in office. Because when you put Mike Aguirre in office, then you gave him the power to block a lot of development downtown, including a football stadium. And whether that deal was right or wrong, Mike Aguirre was never going to let it go through. We have to look and say, who are the guys that are actually looking for the future that want to help everything? Whether it's the pothole, the schools, the homeless, which is unbelievable. And if the uh, NFL or NHL or NBA could be a benefit to it, God, man, it'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah, I mean, there are are smart people out there. You know, they're not necessarily the downtown, the old boy network that we like to refer to. God, we got to clear these clowns out, man. we got to get them out. There are smart people, there's rich people, but they need somebody to marshal the forces. And uh, I can't... um, Do you think Carl DeMaio is... I'm kidding. uh, No, no. Um, Funny story about... No, never mind. (laughs) Um... There's who's that other attorney dude who's always uh, Dan Gillian or any no. of these guys that are always on TV there, suing somebody. Yeah, there's there's the, the other guy who uh, partnered with Donna Fry to run somebody out of something. But oh yeah, uh, Corey, uh, Corey Briggs. Yeah, Corey I Briggs. Mean, he he's a troublemaker, but at least he he always raises the point. Look, if you if you get eighty percent of what you want, mm-hmm. you got to look at that as a victory. But uh, this town, it's always been it's either hundred percent or nothing. Yeah. That's why the Spanos um, trust fund boys yeah. are, are up the freeway. That's why nothing ever gets done because everybody wants 100%. But people have got to start 
giving in a little bit. The mayor's got to be smarter than taking 24 private meetings with a developer for Soccer City. Yeah. And he needs to look around and say, maybe we don't need a $4 billion development, but we need private investment. Why, if they can do it on that ugly corner of MLK and Figueroa in L.A., why yeah. the hell can't they do it here? Yep. I mean, that's a tough, nasty neighborhood. It's where but Sam Cook got murdered. What's, what's <laughs> it's where Sam, Sam Cook got murdered. Yeah, that's true. I took my sons <laughs> yeah. by there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Exactly. They're like, Dad, why are we here? Right. Yeah. We just want to go to Disneyland. Yeah. No. Uh, little uh, sweatpants should look <laughs> into that one. But, you know, they got a new stadium. $350 yeah. million private investment. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the missing link down here? Can't get Smarts, it. Smarts, you know? Yeah. It seems like it's always that way. I mean, again, I've been here since 1989, and all the talk was state-of-the-art arena for the NBA, for the NHL, and Mm -hmm. just drags and drags. And as much as people hate L.A., they built. And and the Olympics are coming back. And, it's man, it's it's frustrating over and over again. And SC's gotten the Coliseum, putting in $270 in improvements. It's unbelievable. I want to ask you this real quick, and, and I know we're getting ready to wrap. Bernie Wilson hanging out from the AP. Tayshawn Cherry was my neighbor. I've known Tayshawn Cherry since he was probably nine years old. Incredibly nice kid. He finds himself in a situation now. He should have gone to Helix, but instead he went to St. Augie. He was the player of the year as a junior. I know his dad. I know his mom. I know his brother. But I, I, I know his brother better than Tayshawn. Bernie, this to me is a 30 for 30 on how awful it is. If you guys don't know this story, a year ago, Tayshawn Cherry is a junior at St. Augie, is the high school player of the year. Like I said, they lived around my corner. Dave finally said to me about a year ago, what's that kid's name who lives next to you? I'm like, Tayshawn. Like, is that Tayshawn Cherry? I'm like, yeah. Dave's like, you understand he's one of the top players in San Diego. Literally had no clue. Just a very tall kid that walked his dog around the neighborhood. So this summer, I'm talking to his younger brother about where he's going to school. The schools that I'm told repeatedly are Arizona State and Texas A&M. I said to Dave every night, Arizona State, Texas A&M. All of a sudden, we find out that he signed at USC. And I said, why USC? Well, we've been very tight with Tony Bland. And you go, oh, okay, cool. Next thing you know, the family that rented a house from a grandparent that court documents show that they had had some financial issues. The talk in the neighborhood is the Cherry family's moving out because they were able to buy a house. And you go, man, this is great. I'm so excited. They're such nice people. Now you find out that Tony Bland gets fired because he is involved with the FBI and the wiretap and you're hearing about money. And now all of a sudden there's allegations that player eight who may have taken some money is Tayshaun Cherry. Tayshaun Cherry goes on now as a senior in high school and gets expelled. Gets expelled from, uh, where was he out there? Christian. Foothill Christian. Christian. He gets expelled. He's not on any team. USC cuts ties with him. Now he's got to try to find a way to get back into Arizona State. Burn, what happened here? I mean, I don't know how much you know on it or Dave knows on it. I'm just telling you guys, when you read these stories and you see it, Uh, He couldn't be a nicer kid. He's that kid you want as the neighbor where you're like, hey, man, we're going to be out of town. Dude, throw the paper in the front door. I'll give you 20 bucks. Tayshawn's the guy you're hiring. Now people are chanting shit at him, right? They're they're beating this kid down. And I know he's not – he's just a sweet kid. 
He's well, not the right. emotionally strong. Burn, what's going to happen with this guy? I don't know. First of all, I said we had a kid at Saints eight straight years, which is why Leisure Fryer is going to give me a piggyback ride yeah. back to El Cajon. <laughs> yeah. And then he's taking his goddamn <laughs> lift from there. But, uh, you know, first of all, the, the parents, as nice as they may seem to be, they apparently, I still know people at Saints after dropping all that sure. money over the years. Um, they, you know what, he averaged 20-some points, a CIF player of the year. They weren't happy. He, they, he should have been averaging more. Wow. And Terrible. And, yeah, that's awful. Um, and so all That's of a the sudden, mom, right? Pr- yeah, probably. Yeah, the mom. And Everybody then, so says the mother. It's always the mother, isn't it? And so I'm surprised you didn't. Well, of course, Dave doesn't know how to read. That's why he didn't know about <laughs> it. Um, just kidding, Diablo. Um, so he uh, he quit Saints. I think it was a mutual thing. They said hostile La Vista, and he was out of there. The parents weren't happy. Like the night before the season started, ends up at Foothill. Um, with the, what ended up getting him run there is they played Saints in the playoffs. And this young Catholic boys were harassing him so much that the mom got pissed off. Wow. And came over and is, apparently was MF and the young Catholic boys. Wow. And w- believe me, young Catholic boys can MF on their own. Yeah. When the mom comes <laughs> yeah. over, when Mama Bear's pissed off, then, then it gets nasty. And then Tayshawn apparently was Instagramming some of the MF stuff. And, and they saw that, and, and he was wrong. But you, you can blame the Catholics, but ultimately it's, it's usually the parents. Yeah. You know, the parents want – you know, look, you always want the best for your kid. We all do. Yeah. Sure. But, but at a certain point, enough of this five-star, four-star yeah. stuff. And, you know, yeah, now he's, what, going to have to get his GED to get back into ASU? What yeah. sucks, though, is we're, we're a community that embraces our own. And you think about guys that have come out of here – Matt Sandberg, my buddy, went to San Diego, right? We had a bunch of guys. Greg Minton came out of there. Eddie Vedder came out of there. You know, there's so many that we're so proud of. Tayshaun would have been a kid, and he he could still be, that we would all go, God, that's so cool, man. He's a kid from San Diego, and and maybe I saw him play at Torrey, or maybe I saw him play, and because the parents are going to jack that up, I would just tell you, look, you guys can all make your own decision. Don't judge the kid based on the action of the parents. That's right. all I would say. It, it He's a great kid, and I'm heartbroken yeah, for him. Yeah, and it, it's, it would have been nice if he stayed at Saints and they won CIF or something. Yeah. But, but and no, don't judge Bo Woods based on the actions okay. of his father. <laughs> Bo Woods is a sweet kid. Who cares if he cries? Maybe you feed him once in a while. <laughs> Bernie, thank you so much. Appreciate Anytime, it. Anytime, meet. Thank you, you, Bernie. Slappy. Uh, all right, before we uh, before we get out of here, I gotta ask you, you. You wrote something yesterday on Twitter about your son acting kind of like you. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm dying to know what the story is. Uh, well, two things. One, I'm shocked I'm even here. Let me go back two days ago on uh, three days ago, Thursday night. I'm driving home. Anybody here? Have you guys ever just had the most random tooth pain where you're like, "What the hell happened? I didn't do anything." Where it's like. Immediately you have a migraine. That was me on Thursday. And I'm like, I have no idea what happened. And I'm like, shit, man, I'm popping painkillers and doing everything. Six o'clock in the morning on Friday, I get up and I'm like, I'm out of my mind. There's something going on. Dave, I have a dentist in North County. His name yeah. is Jeff Fruin. There's, I, I say it, Brian Curry, my man Ryan Barkley is right here from Barkley Landscaping. Woo! Happy plumbing. But I'm going to give a shout-out to my friend Jeff Fruin because if there's one thing that everybody wants, if you ever have to go to the dentist, you're just like, dude, it's going to suck the whole thing. Six o'clock in the morning on Friday, I've not talked to this lunatic in 10 years, and I text him. Ten minutes later, he's like, hey, what's up? 
And I go, dude, I am freaking dying. He goes, uh, how long is it going to take you to get here? I go, shit, I'll be in North County at 7. He goes, I'll see you in the office. Literally have not seen him in 10 years. 6 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, he goes, I'll see you at 7. I roll in. He's got a ball cap on, shorts, right? He looks like all of us out here tonight. <laughs> What's going on? What are you doing? I go, dude, I'm freaking dying. I don't know what happened. All right, get in the chair. I get in this chair, and he goes, open up. And he puts, like, these two cotton things, right? You guys know it. No. And <laughs> a boy. That's why you hang out. That's why you get that morning show. Dude, he's talking, and it's shots, Dave, and everything else. And he goes, look, here's antibiotics. Yeah. Here's a pain pill. Get out of here. And I go, what was it? He goes, ah, yeah, uh, infected root, the whole thing. I go, shit, I literally, you guys, it was 25 minutes on a Friday morning, just like this, burnt, like talking to you. I walk out. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's crazy. Root canal, I'm tweeting, right? 715 root canal. It wasn't until 8 o'clock that night that I, my son goes, dude, he took the tooth out. The tooth is gone. A molar. I literally sat and talked for 15 minutes. The guy's like, hey, what's going on with the show? How's the podcast? Everything. All right, hang on to this gauze. Get the hell. I'm like, dude, you're the greatest. So, see, I never felt a thing. So, if any of you... He's the greatest, and he supports this show by, what, do you ever talk to a guy in 10 years? And he's like, come on, I'll be in there. I go, are you working there? He goes, no, nah, I'm off. I just hadn't seen you for a while. I literally had no clue, and uh, he saved me. That was it. So I tweeted last night, my 10-year-old son lost his shit. Like, I've never seen a kid lose his shit, and it, it was great. So we went to watch the UFC. We go to uh, Wild Wings in Encinitas because you can watch the NBA. We were not close to Cali Comfort, Sean. <laughs> I would have come here. We're in Encinitas, and uh, it's just me and my boys. And this waitress comes by, and they say, look, this is Mary. Today's her first day training. I go, hey, we're going to be nice to you. And she says, do you have the app on your phone? for wild wings. I go, no. She said, well, if you put it, uh, you know, you can save 10 bucks tonight. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Well, I'm blind as a bat, as Brian and Dave know and uh, Larry knows. So I'm like looking at my phone and my son, Kate sitting next to me. And she apparently said, yes, you need to download the app on your phone. Now, I didn't hear the on your phone part and my son flips out flips out and i look at like he he's a he's a mellow dude he's crazy and he is like hitting the table and i'm like i'm blind right i can't see shit i'm looking at my phone and i go like what happened she doesn't need to talk to you like that and i go i go uh what did she say i go all i heard her say was you need to download the app he goes, she said you need to download the app on your phone. You're not goddamn, well, he didn't swear. But he goes, uh, he goes, you're not dumb, and you're not that old, and I'm dying. And I go, she, they just said it's her first day. Calm down. 
But I will tell you guys this, and any parent who's here, and Dave, Josh Palais is here tonight, which is awesome, my man. I will tell you, Stevie Woods will figure it out. Bernie gets it. What else? I, I texted my soon-to-be ex-wife, who I'm incredibly still good friends with, and I said, you know what? Tonight was a pretty awesome night because when you realize your kids have your back, like your buddies have your back, and something as minor as a lady training is like, you need to download the app on your phone. He would have said to her, and I appreciate that he did not mouth off to her or disrespect anybody. But when you sit there and you go, dude, my 10 year old son has my back. It was the greatest. And so I, I tried to explain it to him again today. He had no time. No time. And if he ever cross paths with that woman again and I'm not around, I think he may tell her, hey, shut the fuck up. He knows how to download the fucking app. He doesn't need your shit. Shut up. He's been fired enough without your help. Fuck off. Luckily, he didn't do any of that. But it was hysterical to me. And I was like, like, I honestly, Dave, I didn't even yeah. hear it. And he just, all of a sudden, I look at him, he just slams the table. She doesn't need this. I was like, whoa, hothead, calm down. Oh, that's He's got a little bit of Dave Palais in him. <laughs> that's hilarious. I got to tell you, the other day I had Ryan at my house because I couldn't figure out all of a sudden I was telling you that I go, I think these rabbits are fucking up my the lawn. rabbits, Ryan. Ryan's doing a great job with my lawn. All of a sudden, my lawn seems to have these dead spots. And so I walk out, I have one dog, and all of a sudden there are three dog shits on the lawn. And I'm like, well, wait a second. It's not my dog that has a bad stomach. Something's going on. And then I, I said to my son, I said, we got to watch and see who's doing this. Who's letting their dog go to the bathroom and not cleaning up their, their, their shit? Ryan's probably laughing because he was hanging out with my son Jake the other day. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, Jake's, Jake's hanging out. He's looking. He's looking. This guy comes by with his three little dogs, oh three Boston Terriers. Uh-oh. Three dumps right on the front lawn. <laughs> Jake comes out from behind the car. My, my youngest son's huge. He's bigger than Matt Slauson of the Chargers. Okay? Yeah. And he says, where are you going? And he goes, well, I don't have a bag. He goes, you're going to clean that up right now. And the guy goes, are you serious? He goes, I'm 100% serious. You're going to pick it up with your hands. And the yeah. guy goes, yeah. there's no way. Neighbors are coming out now watching watching Jake freak out. And he goes, either you pick it up with your hands or I'm going to pound you. And the guy picked up three piles of shit with his bare hands and walked up the street. And my wife's like, are you going to talk to him about that? I go, no. I go, I couldn't have handled it any better. Like, that will never happen again. The guy will never let his dog shit on our front yard again, and I don't have to call Ryan for no reason at all because the dog's going to the bathroom on my lawn. But that was it. Took care of business. Done. Don't, uh, don't, don't let your dog shit on the yard. Otherwise, you have to deal with my youngest. So when we say we can't go back to terrestrial radio, this is our life. <laughs> Do you know what would happen if I told that Wild Wings story? I would have the sales manager in and What are you doing? They could be a sponsor. Fuck you. Get out of here. If, if Dave told that story, right, that we all look at and we're like, God dang, where's Dave's son when that's happened to everybody out here? Hey, come on, guys. You know, we got the SEAL CEO in here right now. We got to help sell some tickets. We got Kai Snyder in here talking about USD hoops, which will put everybody to sleep. That's what I meant when I said it has to be the ability to do this show, which they will never do, which means we'll keep coming out to Cali Comfort. We'll keep hanging out. Yeah, stick to sports, right? Let Saw do it or anybody else. Stevie does it as good as anybody. I'm hearing a rumor. I mean, this is the thing. 
they, they may have put little sweatpants on hold for the time <laughs> being, which makes it crazy to me. Which makes it because you're nervous. Stop being nervous. That's the thing. So for all you guys that have come out and supported it and direct message, what's been an incredibly challenging year for Dave, what's been for me, it's been these people right here that have been incredible to us. We couldn't be more grateful. It's the most fun I've ever had. No joke. Absolutely. And uh, thank you to all you guys. Brian Curry, Ryan Barkley, who was the first guy to jump on Barkley Landscaping. My main man right there. Uh, just the greatest. We'll knock out those sponsors for you again because those guys are nice enough to show up. Uh, again, Ryan was the first guy to show up. You call Ryan, he'll take care of your yard for you. 619-669-8000. 619-669-8000. Ryan does a fantastic job. Doesn't matter what time of the year, Ryan's your guy. Well, and their family for us too, which Absolutely. has been great. And we felt it today, Ryan. I was up in North County, and man, it starts getting dry. You guys know it. You start looking at the shrubs. Have my man come out, make sure the backyard is taken care of and uh, and getting ready for fire season. Obviously, you want your landscaping to look gorgeous, but be safe as well, man. We've all been affected by it either directly or friend of a friend who's done it. Nobody better. 35 years in business. There's a reason why San Diego guys, we love them and they support this podcast, Barkley Landscaping. Absolutely. Brian Curry right My here, man. of course, as well. And I love how the fact the advertisers all work with each other. Brian Curry, give you his number, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. You can also reach uh, Brian online, briancurryrealestate.com. Look, I love IB. Jeff hates IB, but I'm Bullshit. telling you, if you want to place an IB. The only thing to do in IB is get out of IB. Brian will take care of you. We're not He's doing that guy. to Brian. We're not wasting his time. No City Heights. We're not sending you. There's only a goddamn El Pollo Loco out there. You're not going to City Heights. No, you know what? I, I Brian, I, I said it. I tell my sons all the time because I'm driving home on the 5 now. And you guys know that drive when you're on the 5, that one super tall uh skyscraper i guess condo building god damn 10 30 at night when i'm leaving i'm all beat up that building looks great and then dave being the dick that he is ruined it for me because i never drive by it during the day and brian uh dave's like dude that's the building with the big yellow stripe like the one down your back i'm like shit i can't live there but uh i will be moving shortly and when i do i could not have a better guy who has stayed in constant contact with me where do you want to go what do you want to do the whole thing. Listen, how many of you guys right now out here, how many of you bought a house? Have bought at least one, right? Uh, crazy, right? Crazy. Uh, my real estate agent sent me out to the worst. My sons, when I bought, they were one. They were a year old. Anybody, new parents, we didn't know what was going on. They sent us out to the worst parts of San Diego. I was like, what are you doing? Man, that is never going to happen right here. And how cool is this? Mention the Dave and Jeff podcast. Two things are going to happen. One, you're going to get a gift certificate from Barkley Landscaping. So when you move in, the place looks great. Two, you're going to have dinner here at Cali Comfort to celebrate on the day you move in. Dave and I will not help you move, <laughs> but we'll come hang out with you. And uh, and But I, I love that, man. That's guys that think outside the box. They do it right. They treat you like family. Treat us like family. We couldn't be more thrilled to have Brian Curry's support. Ryan Barkley's support. Blake from Happy Plumbing as well. Absolutely. Blake and Travis from Happy Plumbing. Happyplumbing.com. You're going to need them. You just don't know when. 
4943 Blake and Travis doing a great job. And again, they have that service, $99, any drain, they will clean you know it up that. for you. Happy plumbing, though. Make sure you give those guys a call when you need them. I, I told Brian, it's the first thing I'm doing when I get moved in. Think about it. When's the last time, Bernie, when's the last time you had your drain cleaned? <laughs> right? Silio, dude. You know who Silio's running with if you've been here long enough. <laughs> I don't need that in my drain. Bullshit. Blake's coming out. Shit, I'm going to have to buy Blake dinner here for two months and get that out of that drain. God damn. That's ugly. That's ugly and ugly again. 99 bucks to clean any drain. And if you hire Blake, he told me my friend John Browner is going to come out and clean the drain personally. Johnny, thank you. Thank you, Johnny. It's for the kids. Thank you, John. Good on you, brother. John Browner will come out and clean that drain. You can meet him. He's great on Scott and BR. Thank you, John. It's for the families. <laughs> again, can't thank you guys enough for coming out. Again, a big round of applause to Callie Comfort and Sean for making this happen for us. Thank you so much. Stevie Woods, tomorrow morning on 1090. Please support him. All you guys, we love you. Thank you so much. New podcast tomorrow night. Thanks, BC. Thank you, Ryan Barkley. Thank you to Sean Walchef as well from Cali Comfort. Who, When I said, I think we want to do a live podcast, he said, brother, come here. Set everything up. Took great care of you guys, as always he does. Corey Wagner's here as well. Corey, thank you, guys. Please support Behind the Smoke. It's another one of the great podcasts in town. Thank you, guys.